So take, you know, Highway 31 out of Corsicana, go about uh, 20 miles to the little town of Kearns, and turn right at the Shell Station, cross the railroad tracks, the four-way stop, go left, pass all these little houses with cyclone fence backyards, and you're fading out into fields, and finally you're out in the open, and then you're in the middle of nowhere, past fields of sunflowers, and cross two bridges, and, and farther until you don't know where the hell you are, and turn left at an otherwise an invisible, dusty, uh, Caliche Road that, that you had to go past several times to return to to re realize it's the right one and encounter the strange sign that lists the the mileage to every resident down along this road in, in tenths of a mile, uh, Wayne Hall 0 0.1, he's the first one, and, and, and you are out in the middle of nowhere, the spiritual middle of nowhere. Welcome to the Rope Walker Podcast a collection of conversations with residents of the Corsicana Artist and Writer Residency Program. My name is Trey Burns. Today I'm in conversation with artist Wayne Hall, a longtime friend of the residency, along with artist Nancy Rebel and writer David Searcy. We sat down in the front yard of Wayne's home in Samaria, Texas, enjoying champagne as the sunset, surrounded by a concert of birds and cicadas. We talked about finding community, and discussed the truth and beauty resident in junk. Wayne insists he doesn't think of it as art, but more as a puzzle, which suggests some sort of pre-existing form, some deep instruction, inclination in the emptiness. Those, of course, are David Searcy's words from a beautiful essay he wrote about Wayne Hall and the Oxford American in 2017, which I highly recommend. And for your convenience, we've linked to it on the website, along with some images of Wayne's work and some additional info about Wayne, Nancy, and David, so you can learn more. And with that, let's jump right in. Nancy's the best spotter of things in the world. She's she's a great spotter. If you go on a trip with her, she what's that? What's that? What's that? Let's go down that road. Go down that road. I mean, she's she's like a pointer, you know, uh, and uh, well trained. And she spotted Wayne, uh, Derek days. You know, the 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 annual, uh, of course, the kind of celebration of specialness. And this guy had this table full of unidentifiable junk, as far as we could tell. But she could see there was something interesting. Went, went over, and it was Wayne. And all this stuff that he assembled, glued together, odds and ends. What, what the hell? I, I didn't know. It. We, we, and he actually he. That's right. You, 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 you were there at first. And I, you, how, what are you selling this for? You know, I don't know, two or three dollars, whatever you want to pay. You know, and gosh, well, right then I. Honor demanded that I pay more because I see these things were assembled with a kind of love. I, I paid him about 200 bucks for an armload. Took he it kept back, going back. Took it back to, to the residency. We began to look at it and we conceived, well, we began a conversation. And the conversation grew that you needed to separate this stuff out that he does, that he makes out of the accidental odds and ends of life, the accidental debris of, of, of his of his simple life out here, assembles them. As you said, it started, what, 10 years ago when you spilled a bunch of macaroni on the floor. And you said to yourself, like God, I think I can make something out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and to this day, every now and then, a little piece of pasta will appear in his pieces. It's like, like the echo of the Big Bang, you know, just little pieces of it. And, and we, we, we spent almost a couple of years framing them. Kyle helped, and, and, and I, I did a lot of framing, and uh, to isolate them so you can see them as if they're rare insects or artifacts, which they are in a way. 
and we had a show in my article in, in the Oxford American, which Nancy forced me to write. You've got to write about Wayne. You must write about Wayne. And when I wrote about Wayne, she said, that's not good enough. You're not finished. Okay, sorry. And you write, so, okay, that's good. Now you can publish it. You know, so it came out exactly when the show opened, March 17th of that year, 12, 2012, something like that. Yeah, Wayne in those years. And it was a wonderful evening with a mix from every, everybody. There were no tracks that evening, no no separation. And his folks and our folks and, and people who came were a little bit leery. Are we, are we taking advantage of Wayne in some way? No, no we're selling this stuff, but everything goes to Wayne. I mean, we don't charge for framing. We didn't charge, we, it's just the honor of having him. And everything goes to Wayne. By the end of the evening, the show was supposed to go to, from two to, to, to six or something like that. It went, went on into the evening and it was like, um, you could almost hear the Aaron Copeland music playing. It was lovely, and that was the beginning of the conversation, and it continues. Yeah, people from Dallas. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Wayne, Wayne Hall. You yep. can introduce yourself and maybe talk a little bit about your relationship with Nancy and David. Well, I remember our meeting. <laughs> I was in um, in Corsicana at the Derrick Day celebration selling my wares and wasn't doing too good. And this little man that came up that looked like John the Baptist, and they, he he just kind of looked at my stuff, and I'm to be serious, I thought he was kind of like trying to figure out what was going on. But he made me feel, he even made me feel kind of special about what I did and from that he gave me his card and I got back in touch with him and I think I went by the residency one day and he showed me how he framed up some of my stuff and it just bloomed out from there you know it took off and and even now you know I send him and Nancy I mean email them pictures of something that I've created or done or whatever and they you know they have you know great things to say about it and I'm like oh man this makes me feel good about what I do because to tell the truth it just started off as kind of a accident that I started doing and my mom she liked it and she's like well keep at it you know and she would always praise me on it and I started liking it, you know, and I'm just trying to do, put together what I could, you know, to make it look like something. I wasn't expecting it to go anywhere or anything. And these two, Nancy and David, and they introduced me to Kyle and everybody else, and it just became like a, one big family. So I, they made me, it made me feel a lot better about what I do. Yeah. You know. That's nice. So you work out of this house you live here and and this is your studio as well yeah it's my studio it's kind of if you've ever seen the show that used to come on Sanford and Son that's my house <laughs> because everything that I work with is in there and I, I sometimes go up and down the road maybe on my wheelchair or something and I'll just see something and pick it up and I'll take it home and it may sit in there for a year or two before I decide to do something with it, but, you know. See, a long time ago, when I first became ill as a child, you know, I kind of, like, looked down on myself. 
And the art, the artistry or whatever that I got, it kind of gave me this, the way I look, it gave me a motto for life, I guess you could say. It's like everything has a use, even after its original use is over with. And it's like, you know, in my life, it's like, Say if you become a doctor and after you you get old and your hands become well you can't really use them anymore, there's still a use for you, and that's how I feel about my art. My art has made me feel that way about myself. And David and Nancy and Kyle and everybody else has helped out a lot. I mean, I need help in in anything really, and they pretty much they're right there. It's like another family. You know, so it, it's art, art, that's what art is, it's a family. Art creates a family. You know, it just puts together pieces that fit, you know, and we actually fit now. That's really well said. I like that. Mm. Well, thank we you. We are, we are family. Mm. Nancy, how would you describe his work if you had to put it into words, like what it is, what yeah. it's made of. And that was what was wonderful about him. Is I went and said, David, there's a guy who's real here. There's a guy who's a real thing. Look at this. you got to see this. And well, I didn't have David to be buying it. I mean, I didn't know. You know, look, look, look. There's Here's somebody among all these things that are, there are 10 multiples that are made in China. And, and you know, and uh, there were handmade soaps and things. But then there was Wayne. And, and he had poetry, too which was really beautiful. And um, so what about Wayne is that he, he's, well, our friend John Davies the other night looked at my work and looked at Wayne's and said, you have this, in con- you're, you, you're saying the same thing. And what it is is we're both coming from our gut and from our heart, and we have to do it. And we don't really know what we're doing, cause, but we have to do it. And um, Wayne has come in, I think even the first time, coming into the studio and looking at my work and, and you can see someone who's really seeing it. He's re- look and look and, and feedback. I mean, it's just, it's a visceral thing, isn't it? It's just, uh, it's, uh, it's just something you have to do. And uh, Wayne's kind of a, you say he's kind of a holy guy. <laughs> oh God, remember that, that time when he showed up? In his deacon outfit. Oh, my god! I was working on his stuff, framing in the back, and we didn't know each other that well, but he, he, he walked in. Oh, he was coming to town to be photographed by, by Brad by Harris. By Brad, yeah. Wonderful photographer who was a resident. And and I, in the back of the, of the, of the studio, we had, didn't have it properly lit. We had these few widely dispersed, vertically oriented lights, so you got these light spots around. It's, it's like... A, very dramatic kind of studio setting for some kind of a very tall Brecht play or something. And, and but Wayne walks in and he's in all in white in his deacon's outfit. Gold buttons. It, it was yeah. beautiful white. I don't know if it's cotton or linen, all white with a kind of a narrow collar and gold buttons. <laughs> and he walks in and stops. Oh. oh beneath one of those lights and I, I i knelt and kissed his ring i mean he wasn't wearing a ring but i did it anyway and it was just, no he, he has a holy look about him he's a i called him a, you're like a prophet sometimes things he writes yeah. he's well, like he's said, like ezekiel or jeremiah or yeah. something and what did thurston say well when i first met him and I, we went back to see him a second time and he'd gone off someplace and and i was talking to his friend thurston who's is a good friend who, who, who's, who's also a preacher who had brought him to town and 
and we're talking about him in his absence. And I said, well, I took a picture of him, Thurston, and, and he looks almost holy. He looks almost angelic. And, he, and Thurston looked at me and said, he is an angel. <laughs> in your work, you use a lot of gold and silver that I've seen. What is, what, what, what is it about that? Just, I guess it's going to sound kind of silly, but one of my favorite uh, gospel songs that I used to love to sing is a song called Silver and Gold. Mm. And I just love, I just, I mean, silver and gold just brings out, it's not, it's not exactly flashy, but it is kind of a holy color, I think, you know. You know, and when you look at something that's silver, the first thing you think of is valuable. You know, or you see something that's gold, the first thing you think of is valuable. And I just love those colors. Can you sing that song? Oh, boy. <laughs> um, a little bit. Um, silver and gold, silver and gold. Oh, I'd rather have Jesus than silver and gold. That's all I can really remember. Sweet, sweet. Yeah. Well, it reminds me of icon paint, icon paintings. You know, the yeah. oclad, the the decoration of the icon. Yeah. They and do become everything becomes little altarpieces. Yeah, they, yeah. Everything seems to. And be. And it's I, I I never could understand for years that 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 that, that phrase in Gerard Manley Hopkins, uh, God's grandeur, that God's grandeur shall shine out like shining from shook foil. I mean, that's cheap. You no, know? yeah, it's. I know what it means now. I know what it means. <laughs> David, I read your essay this morning in the Oxford American, and you the line in here about the spiritual potency of ordinary things. Well, Wayne's art is almost nothing, and it's not everybody's going to see it. You know, it's it's as close as you can get to the original creative impulse. I mean, it's 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 a. a God-like impulse. It's almost nothing. Almost nothing. And that something out of nothing, that's, that's just it. I mean, that's, that's us. That's it. And he's as close as you can get to that and have it slap-dash together, but slap-dash together with a kind of zen-like sense of, of form, like a child can have sometimes, but in a way more refined with him. But not always. Sometimes you're, you're as, 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 as brutal and surprising as a child. But it's that, that moment of putting one thing next to another thing. It's like the moment, the original moment of ornament is the original moment of meaning and the original moment of art, and he's very close yeah. to it, and that's all. Do you guys ever work together, like in the same space? Uh, uh, well, not in the same space, but we have sort of a COVID collaboration going on right now. Yeah. Um, we, have, we have Wayne Hall Hall, and we have... He has so much stuff that he had. Mm. He filled his house. So mm. we have a, another little house behind ours, and we are making Wayne Hall's museum, Wayne Hall Hall, Wayne Hall, Hall. filled yeah. with all that stuff. Yeah. And so we had all the all of it there. So since I'm stuck in with COVID, I started taking them in the house and drawing them. So we've got the pieces of my drawings and his pieces, and he yeah. said I did a good job. What did you say? It really oh, yes. you could identify which it was. Oh something. yeah, she she grabbed it and grasped it good. Yeah, I grasped the essence mm -hmm. of it. Yeah. And the spirit. That's right. Thank you. Yeah. As we have that, but we're talking about doing more collaboration. We haven't quite. Do you have any clear idea what that's going to be? Mm, not 
yet exactly. I'm just, me and Cole, Cole is kind of taking my mind, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I, I really haven't had time to just sit yeah. and think on things. It's not an inspiring time. No. Uh, we we work the same kind yeah. of way. Let's we'll see what we can do with this, yeah. and so we'll we'll come up with something more when we're allowed to. Oh, yeah. Well, there, the there's a phrase time. that you like to use, and it pertains to Wayne as well. What comes to hand? What comes to oh, hand? Yeah. yeah. Wayne did. Um, I had uh, was there was a show back at Iona College in New York, and they asked me to send some things. And I said, I've got a friend. Can we send his too? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And it was about the uh, politics mm-hmm. of the time. And so uh, it sent a piece of his that was the, uh, the United States made out of pebbles. Mm. It was all mm. painted red. The other one was a video uh, of a, you reading a poem, mm. President Jack. Mm. And it was incredible. It was about the ideal mm. president. And it was, I mean, I, I, it was beautiful. Mm. Um, so his poetry, he, 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 he can rant. Yeah. I told David, don't re- read his poetry, listen to it. I had trouble. I, you know, I'm, I'm a writer, so that's uh, I got my back up. And, uh, you know, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, got my back up. His, what, you write poetry? Wait a minute. That's my job. Uh, but um, he, um, uh, and, and in fact, among the objects that we first bought from him were these beautiful folios he made of his writing. I guess you, you typed up somehow and bound in these papers that were then decorated with gold spray paint. But like by the hand of a Heian Dynasty Japanese paper maker, is that sensitivity is gorgeous, and I stored them in my concrete-lined bunker or, or you know uh, uh, former meat locker room at our studio, which is an old grocery store, and somehow roaches got to it, destroyed it later on. They like the glue. But I guess I mean I thought it was the safest place in the world, but um, I, I I I had trouble reading. His poetry, it's it's it rhymes, you know. Well, I, I, who, who rhymes anymore, you know? And and and, um, and 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 it had a point to make. Who? Well, who has a point to make? And um, Nancy suggested we need to hear him read it. And and then in this house, I think it was, I don't know, it was the summer or something. Nancy yeah. said, read it. She 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 recorded him, and he had a piece to read. And he stood in his side room in front of his closet door somehow it's important being in front of the closet door I don't know why and, <laughs> and began to read it and as he read it he began he developed what they preachers call a holy tone at least certain preachers call a holy oh crap okay I can hear it now I can see it and he is a rhapsode is the word for Homer you know is the word for, for well rap you know I guess yeah. I never thought about that but rhapsode is I guess what that comes from yeah. but he is this this is ancient oral tradition where of course you engage and you gesture and you rhyme and you and you bloody well mean it and it was uh, a revelation Nancy forces me to have revelations sometimes mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. well Wayne and I say good morning every morning on mm-hmm. messaging with, with yeah. silly pictures or something mm-hmm. good morning how are you fine and then about every week or so it's not yeah. just good morning it's a message about two, three feet long mm-hmm. and he has and it's usually about the state of the world it's yeah. a he has a he has a message to give and I, I printed him out I mean he mm-hmm. said what you know I, I can't explain them to you. They're beautiful. They're about why. They're about can't can't we do a higher way? Yeah, and I'm always working on stuff. As a matter of fact, I was working on some things um, before you guys came. I was um, last time we had the little play, um, we were at the 
Wayne Hall, as you call it. Wayne Hall Hall. Uh-huh. Uh, and Freddie Jones was with us. Yes, Freddie Jones, and, the jazz yeah. And we were talking about some of the pieces that I'd done, and they were on styrofoam. Right. And he was like, uh, you know, styrofoam is, when they put it in landfill, it's just like they're forever. Yeah. And so I got to thinking, I'm like, I started doing some pieces on styrofoam, so I'm like, okay, well, they won't throw, them, throw the stuff in this. Uh, you know, styrofoam, they could keep it. They could have something to do with it. Yeah, it'll save it yeah. forever. And so I got pieces that I'm doing on styrofoam now. <laughs> Tell them about mm. your test of how you know if it's done. That... Oh, yeah. <laughs> now, yeah, they don't too much like it, but I have a tip to make sure make sure my pieces are going to hold up to the test of time, I guess. Uh-huh. I drop them. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Some of them don't like it, but... As long as it's not glass now. If it's glass, I won't do it. But, yeah. The dropped test. <laughs> I dropped, yeah, the dropped test. Yeah. Yeah. And it works. <laughs> and if it drops and I'm here at the house by myself and it breaks, who knows? Yeah. I'm all right with it. I just don't have to say anything. But then a lot of times I drop it and then I say, oh, David, I, just to get a rise out of him because I knew he was going to say something. <laughs> David, I dropped this. You shouldn't drop it. As I'm fond of saying, I'm a licensed Wayne Hall repairman. Yeah. And 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 that you have to invoke that sense of it as a puzzle when that happens. Now, where did that pebble fall out of? You know. Yeah. And you have to kind of, where would I put it if I were Wayne Hall? Mm. I put it back right here, and mm. I would use real glue. When I first met Wayne, he was mixing his own glue out of ashes, and I, I don't even want to think what. You're mixing your own glue out of. You don't want to know. (laughs) The the, the first time I took him to the uh, trip to the uh, Home Depot and turned him loose in in the paint aisle with all the gold and the silver and the metallics and and the glue is just like, my gosh, you know, Mm. it was... uh, he was transported, I think. So he still uses all the things that are found out here, yeah, but with yeah. things that make it hold together, yeah. Yeah. and, and yeah. the gold and silver. But they are, sanct- they are sanctified with that paint, you yeah. know, essentially. Yeah. yeah. There's this, we, 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 we came out here once, not long after I think I'd made his acquaintance. I think we were still planning a show. And the Dallas Morning News photographer, Nan Coulter, was interested in Wayne. Yeah. And for some reason, I couldn't get a hold of him on, on the phone. So we just took a chance and we drove out. I think it was middle of the summer, and and and, and uh, Nan, Nan Nan Coulter. I said guy Nan, Nan Coulter, and um, we got out here. She and I. And, Different Coulter. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh dear. Oh, bless. Uh, sorry, uh, Nan, Nan Coulter. Uh, the, the 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 nice Coulter, and um, we were out here in the middle of the summer, and Wayne was not here. We just pulled pulled in, and and the dust drifted across the yard, and his yard had been freshly mown. Which, in the quiet, with the, the the chatter of cicadas, was itself a little spooky for some reason. I don't know why, but here we are in the middle of nowhere, and the the the, the dry yellow grass was freshly mown. And we get out, and we look around, and in the middle of the yard, middle of the dry mown yellow grass, was a dead a dead armadillo. And we walked up to it, and it had been decapitated, and. and 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 you can you can see it you know filmed by um, um, Lars von Trier you know just <laughs> with the sound of the cicadas rising behind mm-hmm. the dread the dread oh shit Nan <laughs> wouldn't come anywhere near it I, yeah. I, I don't I think she took a picture of it but it was yeah. just weird in the middle of the yard Wayne's not here are are, are are you sure there's a Wayne some it was on its back 
Oh, it was. It was. It was. It was on. Yeah, that's right. It's on his back, uh, face up, and um, I want to imagine honeybees all around it, but that's going too far. But but, but th th there's a uh, there's a marvelous potency out in the middle of this place. Well, right? look at right now. The sun's going down. The grass is not mown. The grass is as high as it could get. And look over here. You can just barely see the dogs. They're so they're <laughs> sleeping in the grass, and they're just their 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 little tummies going up and down above the grass. Yeah, we we, we have a number of uh, Andrew Wyeth dogs asleep in the grass. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. So, you, you know, we've talked about you guys, what you share in your work, and like, what do you and Wayne share in your construction? Because there's something you see in him that is a mirror for yourself, I think, right? Yeah, and and. Wayne said it. He says, you, you, you get something you weren't looking for. You, you surprise yourself. Uh, art has to escape the artist. Or, is, or you're just making outlines, you know. And um, the happy accident is finally all we have. <laughs> so mm. it's just, yeah. He said, yes, I, I don't make, when I write, I don't do outlines. I just, just scribble my way down the page. <laughs> and the same way Wayne scribbles his way. I think in, in, into this investigation, and uh, uh, I, I presume to think, and hoping that something comes back at me that I wasn't expecting. Well, you're the one who believed in him when we first saw him. You knew there was something real in Wayne. You believed him, and said, so "There's some, there's something real here to to hook into." It, it was, and it's touchy. You know, I've talked to people. There's a guy that came into the place the, the other day, and he was just, a, 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 he he was, I don't. know, interested in art but looking at your work and as some people will they don't see it you know well well it's not my cup of tea well i, I spec not you know is all i can say you know and no 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 i said of course it's not it's almost nothing it's almost nothing and that's the point i mean it, it sounds too easy and there are a lot of people who as i say in the essay make stuff out of junk in and of itself that it could be cute you know it looks old it looks like it's like a little man on a bicycle no it's <laughs> not a but 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 you, you, you when you make something you putting two things together it's like the first person in the world putting two things together it's like when doug nailed boards together you know? it's like no one had ever nailed boards together before you know? which can be off-putting wow. and, and and yet wonderful if it's if you're done if it's a spiritually what should I say? True act. Mm -hmm. And yours is a spiritually true act. There it is. That's it. Yeah.